Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, welcome to Better Than Yesterday. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is a show that has been making it better each and every episode Three times a week since 2013. Something you hear on this show and every show, it does just what it says on the box. We're here to make it better than yesterday. And I guess it's a way of looking at life, you know? It's a way of going, yeah, you're this, but what about that? Mm. I'm Oshie Ginsberg. Thanks for listening. I'm a TV host. I'm a podcaster. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I'm a hummus eater. I'm a gold logie nominated cobweb around the trampoline sweeper-upper. That's what I am. Yes, indeed. And I'm grateful to be here with you this delightful Friday, the 1st of September. We are in Australia, very close to a referendum. In a couple of weeks from now, we've got two fantastic guests on the way, Thomas Mayo and uh, hopefully Professor Megan Davis are going to join us to speak a little bit about what the voice to parliament means, because we found out just... Uh, the other day here in Australia that we will go to the polls for a referendum to change our constitution on the 14th of October. The question is to amend the constitution to allow a wording for an Indigenous voice to parliament to be permanently enshrined there. And um, look, I've got a pamphlet that came in my letterbox, a pamphlet that was not fact-checked before it was distributed by the Australian Electoral Commission. And frankly, some of the arguments on the negative side of things are really all based in fear. But I get it. I get people are, are afraid. I understand that change is scary. I understand that, you know, there may be some feelings underneath that fear of change. And, you know, when you want to process those is up to you. There may not be feelings. That's fine. But there's so many things to unpack with the, the negative campaign. It boggles my mind a bit. I really think about a few things, you know. I'll talk more about this as we go because this is an extraordinarily important thing in our future uh, for our country, who we are as a nation, what we are and how we see ourselves and what we believe we're capable of 
Now, I guess the question I'd ask you is, do you want to wake up in a country that voted no and said no to the humanity of a huge part and a very important, a crucial part of our population? We said yes to marriage equality, very much so. I truly believe that we'll say yes to this, but kind of think for a second, what would it feel like if you woke up in a country that had voted no? How would it feel? I guess the other thing I would say is, what if there was a group of people that did not quite understand the nuances of the things that you hold culturally valuable? Uh, say, for example, what's culturally important? Um, uh, oh, it's culturally important to have a birthday. You have a birthday, there's a cake, there's a candle. What if there are a, a group of people that were able to make laws and enforce those laws, sometimes with police, sometimes with enforce those laws with policy, sometimes enforce those laws with monetary spend, sometimes enforce those laws by investing in other things that do not you know, have anything to do with that. What if these people said, no birthdays? No. Instead of birthdays, here's this, because there's a group of people that are similar to you, and on the day that people get born, this is what they do, so that's what's going to happen for everybody. But the group of people they're talking about are 2,000 kilometers away, have a completely different language, have a completely different set of cultural values, are a matriarchal society instead of a patriarchal society, and just have a completely different way of passing down knowledge to the younger people in their community. Oh, but this thing about birthdays works for them, so it should work for you too. And if it doesn't work for you and you don't have the outcomes that everybody else does, then it's your fault because we gave you everything you needed. Yeah, no. Nah. That's an incredibly terrible oversimplification and it's really probably grossly, you know, terribly put together. But how would you feel to have someone who doesn't understand the nuances of culture that are important to you and your family making really important decisions that, and not just decisions about birthday candles, I'm talking about decisions that mean the that you will live eight years less than the other people who call Australia home or that you have an astronomically higher chance to be incarcerated or be a victim of domestic violence. Yeah, you probably wouldn't feel great about it. One of the arguments of the no side, side, that kind of bothers me is about details. And I'll wrap up here because, you know, you're going to hear a lot and you don't want to get flooded. But I was talking about this on stage the other day at a keynote. It was great. It was a couple hundred people at ICC. It was really fun, really lovely people. And they let me come up there and speak. And, you know, I, I speak about this publicly. I'm like, look, we've got to vote yes because we're humans and we have to vote as a human. You've got to vote yes. And... Look, when we as a community in, in Sydney, there's a hospital called Westmead Hospital. It's massive, saves a lot of lives. It's humongous. It's an extraordinarily expensive place, but it's a really valuable place in our community because we have all decided, well, we decided, hey, we need to have a hospital, a really big one, and it's got to have this many resources and it needs to do this because there's a great and pressing need and people are dying and this hospital is huge. It's expensive, yes, but it needs to be there. And we all went, yep. We didn't go, oh... But how's the laundry going to be folded? Because we're not going to say yes to it until we know exactly how the laundry is going to be folded in Ward 5B on a Tuesday. No, we just decided a hospital should be there. We'll figure it out. We trust that we'll figure it out. And if we don't get it right straight away, we'll work on it. 
every system grows and changes. So I would urge you, vote yes. And then as far as figuring out how the laundry's folded, then the government in power that we have elected, including the opposition, the coalition that is, will then decide. They will decide through the process of parliamentary debate and the Senate, all these things, how the laundry gets folded. So for a start, there's that. The idea of if you don't know, vote no can get rightly fucked. If you don't know, listen, look, read. This is other people's humanity we're talking about. And it's vital that we get it right. I love you. I love that you're a beautiful human. And I love your heart. And that's why I, you know, I would want you to have the best outcome in life. That's it. That's it. Thanks, Andy Ma, for doing a late edit on this. I've been flat. No, you don't need any more excuses. I'm only able to bring you this because Andy Ma is amazing. Andy Ma does audio and video posts on these shows, and he's the best. Thank you to Abby Benno for producing. Uh, thank you to Toe Hider for the music, and thank you for listening. Hey, on Monday, Tom Nash is coming. DJ Hooky. He used to run um, Starfuckers in King's Cross with Chris. It's amazing. A great chat. He's been on the show before. Was a quadruple amputee at the age of 19. I've known him for a long time. And the way he looks at life, the way his life is just full of light and joy and fulfillment and values that just shine from his heart out into the world, the way he goes through life, you're like, ah, so this guy who has lost all four limbs at the age of 19 and is now in his 40s is one of the happiest, most fulfilled people I've ever met. Hmm. Yeah, I've got a bit or two. I've got a thing or two I can learn from Tom. And we're going to get to that on Monday. You're going to dig it. All right. I'll see you Monday. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Andy. (laughs) 